Well, as they say, the plot thickens. As we get close to the Christmas, all these people start coming out and things start happening. So we have a, a parallel story between two barren women, uh, unable to conceive, and an angel appears and reveals that they will become fruitful. But there's a little difference. The angel appears to the woman in the first story, to the man in the second. Um, and then it is revealed that Israel is going to receive salvation through these children. They won't have strong drink. There's all these little details that are very, very similar and some little differences. But what's happening before our eyes and before our ears in the Scripture is that we are coming in preparation to the Feast of Christmas, not only in general in our celebration, but through the Word of God. The prophecies are coming true. The prophecies are unveiling that someone, this messianic figure is coming and everything would be different. So it intensifies and it's asking us to come into the drama and, um, and just to experience uh, this joy of Israel, that God is participating with them and through them. And all of these great things are about to happen. One of the details that always um, gets me a little bit is uh, I, don't, I don't see how Zechariah and Mary say something very different. They both doubt. Mary says, how can this be? I've never been with a man. Zechariah says, how can this be? My wife and I are advanced in ages. And he gets struck mute. Oh, my God. Um, but perhaps, perhaps that's really part of the story that Luke wants to emphasize. That, that even in a little doubt... A little fear, also mentioned, that we can become mute and deaf and blind. And that we need to, shall I say, struggle or work with or against or, or always let ourselves be challenged by grace. So, for example, let's take the 65, this is the traditional year of retirement. I think it's older, younger, 62, 68, whatever. But let's just take 65. Years ago, that was the, the age. I suppose many people could come to this place, and I would say it's a fearful place. Oh, I'm retired now. What can I do? I don't have anything more to offer, you know, and I'm not working anymore. It's boring. And Really? Really? Couldn't we say, I'm free! I have nothing but time now. God, what grace are you going to give me today? Who am I going to touch today with your love? How am I going to reveal your presence a little bit more in me, through me, for them? And wouldn't it be nice to say, like Zechariah, uh, you know, not the part that he doubts, but uh, coming out and mute now, unable to speak, but gesturing, trying to let them know something has happened. Something has happened. Wouldn't it be nice if we were, and I'm not saying we're not, but wouldn't it be nice if we were aware every day that grace is happening? So that even in, in our sin, in our struggles, in our doubts, in our questions, that we can somehow cut through it all and say, but God, God, I know you're here. I know that, that, I know that your wonders are going to work no matter what. And, and if I open and cooperate, who knows 
what I will experience and what I will have to offer others. And maybe we'll just then say uh, with all our heart what we said several times in the responsorial psalm. My mouth shall be filled with your praise and I will sing your glory.